Hello everybody, welcome back. Today we're looking at the year 1977. Now the 70s were an interesting time period for movies in general, but 1977 is known for one thing and one thing only, even though a lot of stuff happened, and that is Star Wars. This is the biggest movie at the time. It basically cemented the blockbuster, and it dominated cinema it, it it created a new genre that we're still feeling the impact of to this day and that's the blockbuster as i mentioned now star wars i i mean what can i say that hasn't been said about star wars directed by george lucas stars mark hamill along with carrie fisher and harrison ford There's a lot of great character actors in this movie as well um one of the things that i think is really interesting about star wars is that uh, you can tell just the love of films that George Lucas has by watching this. The fact that Peter Cushing and David Prowse are both in this, uh, who were important for Hammer horror movies, which kind of took the mantle over for the classic monsters from Universal in the 1950s in Britain by remaking a lot of like Dracula and Frankenstein, Wolfman movies. Peter Cushing was in... A lot of those movies and David Prowse was in some of the later ones so it's just really interesting seeing that you know having the opportunity to work with these people that you know they're in them and and even Christopher Lee later on he shows up in the later in the later prequels in Attack of the Clones and also very briefly in Revenge of the Sith the dogfights in the movie are, are very much based on World War II style dogfights. I mean, I don't really think that that's how dogfights would be in space, if that were even a thing. But the way that they're shot, the way that these battles happen, it's straight out of a Howard, Howard Hawks movie. And trust me, there's a lot of, of aerial dogfight movies that came out. Um, not really my thing, but I am aware of them. Star Wars is a cultural phenomenon, you know? There's, like I said, there's not much that I can add that um, hasn't been said about, that hasn't been said about Star Wars before. I think for me, uh, having come to Star Wars when I was in high school, I didn't necessarily grow up with it. Like the Lucas films that I grew up with were were the Indiana Jones movies. That that was who I thought of when I thought of Harrison Ford was Indiana Jones, not Han Solo. But it, it gave me this different perspective in the sense that I don't hold this movie to be like a sacred text. Um, it's definitely a fun movie, but it's flawed, just like every Star Wars movie. I, I I usually tell my... I love Star Wars, but I tell a lot of my friends and family that there's like literally like two and a half good movies in the Star Wars series itself, and this isn't one of them. Um, it's definitely watchable. It's a very enjoyable movie, but I wouldn't say it's one of the better ones in the series. Uh, having watched it alongside younger people and having seen their reaction to it, uh, I have to agree with, with some of the stuff that... They bring up it, it's very slow it's confusing as all hell and i mean the more that you watch it the more that things make sense but because it's so prevalent in our culture it's almost like we kind of fill in the blanks a lot of times with what we know that comes in the later movies or through osmosis almost cultural osmosis i guess but i will also say having seen a lot of 70s movies even though it's pretty slow it, it does kind of fit in that time period of how movies felt and the focus of, of the movie on on what it was doing um well it was 
somewhat unique because sci-fi really wasn't a thing at the time. Like, not to say that there wasn't sci-fi movies, because there were, obviously, but they definitely weren't, like, the biggest blockbusters or the biggest, the most highest-grossing movies, you know? But Star Wars, it, it, it stuck to its guns, and it somehow um, kind of became what it is now. But even if you look at it, you see a lot of the hallmarks that you would see in a George Lucas film. Um, like, there isn't necessarily a car in it, but, you know, Luke has a speeder, and he's all worried about fixing a speeder and going to town, hanging out with his friends, which is basically the whole plot of American Graffiti, um, if you want to be reductive about that. You also have this focus on um, special effects and trying to do things practically and just kind of pushing the limits of what can be done. A lot of the work that was done with models and everything is just astonishing if you think about the amount of work and just what was done in order to, to make that look as good as it does. And even if you look back at the original original movie, not the cleaned up versions, which whatever, I, I don't think it's a big deal um, that they went and changed stuff or added things later on. But if you look at that stuff from the 70s, it, it definitely adds, it holds up still. And it just, it looks very impressive. Um, there's something about that tactileness, even though they're models, that, that kind of holds up better than some of the stuff in, in some of the later movies you know, in the prequels, um, not so much in the original trilogy. But yeah, I mean, Star Wars, like what else could you really talk about from that time period that wouldn't be the biggest thing ever from 1977? I mean, Annie Hall was a great movie and it won the Academy Award, um, but the less talked about Woody Allen, um, the better, in my opinion. The other movie that I wanted to touch upon for today, from 1977, is Suspiria, which is probably the best movie that Dario Argento ever made. Now, Argento is an Italian director who makes these gonzo horror movies. Um, the style, uh, a lot of them are giallos, which are basically Italian slasher films. But Suspiria is its own beast. It is this crazy, psychedelic story about ballet and witches and there are just ridiculous death scenes. Um, as a horror fan, like, I just love it. it it's just a great movie to watch. Um, it's grisly, and the effects have this, like, I think the deaths are just, they're ridiculous. Like I said, they were ridiculous, and they don't necessarily look realistic, but it somehow works with the aesthetic of this film where everything just seems off-kilter. And, and that's the thing about Argento. Um, his movies are just nuts there's really no other way of of um thinking about them even the ones that are a bit more more realistic um i mean like i said there there's whole sequences of just random stuff happening and and when like the second half of the movie when it really becomes like a horror a horror movie it, it's really interesting to see that um but you definitely get the sense that this is a guy that that he knew what he wanted to get out of the out of his movies so it's a really fun, fun film to watch from a um, horror standpoint. Um, now, I should probably add a, a caveat, you know, um, a lot of the movies that I'm going to talk about are going to fall into certain, certain categories. One of them is going to be horror. I'm going to keep going back to horror just because I really enjoy horror movies. And I, I feel that a lot of times risks are taken in horror movies that end up causing an impact in other, in other types of films. 
And a lot of directors sometimes get their start, and a lot of actors get their start in horror movies, even though that's not what they're known for. You know, like famously, uh, Kevin Bacon is in Friday the 13th Part 1. He gets an arrow through his head, and it looks nasty. Um, but he really hasn't been in any horror movies, but Kevin Bacon's been in, like, everything. The other thing that I'm going to talk a lot about is um, crime movies or movies that have some sort of murder, and part of that... I think has to do just with genre. Um, when I'm in, talking about movies from the 30s and 40s, there's going to be a lot of um, film noir that it's discussed, and a lot of them are about crime. And, and even later on, there'll be movies that are about crime. Um, it's just some, and something that fascinates me, I think, um, seeing these things in film. And I think there'll also be kind of a focus on, on just movies with, with big stars or... or big directors that I like um and it'll it'll it's not going to be um the same like I mean I'm going to be talking about most of Quentin Tarantino's movies uh but I think I'm only going to be talking about a couple of Hitchcock movies not because I don't like Hitchcock but I, I just I'm a huge fan of um of Quentin Tarantino also there's going to be a lot of westerns because the westerns they basically over about 70 years of the last 100 years of, of movies were the biggest genre. And so there's going to be a lot of Westerns. So just to kind of give you a heads up on some of the things that we will be uh, discussing. Thank you for listening and you have a good day.